Imagine this. You know for certain that you are doing the exact right thing. Yet you find yourself literally beaten up and thrown into jail for no reason. What do you do? Next on Table Talk Covenant Podcast. All right, Sean, in this scenario, uh, there is no Mike Slocum to call. Right. There is no Alexander Shannara uh, is not out there saying, call me. Because this scenario happened to Paul and Silas. And they were doing what God told them to do. And literally got the crap beaten out of them. I think the words flogged, actually, in Acts chapter 16, which meant what Jesus happened to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, that the whipping and tearing of flesh and all this other stuff. So they're bleeding and they're thrown in jail. And the scripture says they were in the inner jail, which I mean, I guess that means three or four doors. I have no idea. That's maximum security. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maximum secure. I, I, I don't know what, what all that means, but if that happened to any of us today, we are suing, we are doing everything possible to get out. But Paul and Silas stayed in jail. And and you know this because we already talked about this. What was their first option? Yeah, they sang. <laughs> they sang hymns. Yeah. They, they didn't have a they didn't have a projector showing the words, by the no, way. No, they did not. So they knew the songs. Correct. And the, which is which is significant, yeah. And why is that? Why would that be significant? That is significant because, at least in my experience, I can look back on times that um, that I have not done very well. You know, as far as living a life life of praise and adoration and worship to God during difficult times, but I can also see some times where I've I've done better and. The difference is how disciplined I am. The difference is how much is my everyday life, good or bad, a life that exemplifies praise to God. Because when you get thrown into the inner jail, you know, you're pretty much uh, not in any kind of place or uh, mind space, if you will, to make a rational decision. So it's, it's gotta be something that is, that is in you that will, that will come out something that you're already, already doing that you have, that you invest in is it's, it's intentional. And that way, when everything goes wrong, it's just part of your behavior. And we know from a little bit of knowledge about Paul, we don't know as much about Silas, but we know Paul was quote unquote raised in the church. He was a professional religious person. Mm-hmm. So guess what? He probably knew a lot of Old Testament stuff. Right. And my my hunch is the hymns were probably psalm based, my hunch. Right. I don't know that for sure because I wasn't alive then. But uh, knowing the songs by heart means that he has sung those songs many, many times before. And, you know, I think it's safe to say at this point in Paul's life, this was 
this was part of his, those songs are part of his life. They are part of who he is. Yeah, he, he didn't have to generate anything Correct. here. It, it, it was already there. Um, and you know, remember, he, 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 what did he take into the prison? Literally what was on his back, mm-hmm. which was a lot of blood, truthfully. Right. But it's, he, he took nothing else in there. He didn't have an iPad or a phone to look up you version and and say, right. hey, what's, uh, what's Psalm 51 again? That's I don't even want to know that. No, no he, he didn't have any access to that. He had he, me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. And what had had poured into his life ahead of time, and and so what we wanted to really chat briefly about today is what Paul and Silas did, and and what what does that look like for us if we are in situations similar, not exact, obviously, but but many of us have gone, will go through. Uh, are in the midst of a situation where, okay, we 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 were really looking for a miracle, didn't happen, mm-hmm. and what do we do now? Right. Okay. And truthfully, in this story of Acts chapter sixteen, uh, Paul even got the got the earthquake and all the chains fell off and shackles. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the story is that, but they weren't singing or praying for a miracle at that point. That's right. That they were just simply singing and praising God. So, so our question that we just want to again just look at real briefly: what's that? How's that play out in our lives? How how can we how can we do this in our own lives when when truthfully many of us are going through stuff probably not as intense as Paul, mm-hmm. uh, but in the moment. In the heat of the moment, it's it's really bad for us. We we feel bad. We we feel like there's no end in sight. We feel like it's the end of the world. And and of course, you talk to a hundred people, half of them will say, "Actually, not the end of the world, right?" But yeah. but we feel like it is. No, no matter what we're going through, uh, we feel like it's the end of the world. And depending on our age and maturity, sometimes it may, it, it it literally feels feels like that. So so how does how does that play out? What uh, uh, how, can, how can we make that happen? I guess is my question. Well, first of all, I think, um, well, actually, before I even say this, I just want to acknowledge to everyone and uh, that uh, Kyle sounds like Rudolph when he's got mud on his nose. So he's struggling with allergies today. And uh, trust me, he uh, he sounds better than he looks. But uh, so anyway. I heard the song "Praise You in the Storm." Is this "Praise You in the Snot"? Is that, what, that, the is snot. that what this is? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's right. actually you're praying for a storm <laughs> to kind of wash all this away. But yeah, the thing about Paul is, you know, Paul had a literal encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. He had a literal encounter, and you know, Paul. Paul never looked back after that. And so, you know, we can take that and look at that and say, well, you know, have have we had a true encounter with Jesus and what kind of impact has that had in our life? Is it is it such an impact and has that has that relationship been nourished to the point that it has such an impact in our life that singing or praising whatever that looks like is your is your knee jerk response? That's the first thing that comes out, and no matter if it's if it's good times, bad times, and you know, 
one thing that I will say about this, and I'm about to tread into an area that um, I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm not a scholar. I'm not really. Uh, I don't really know much about what I'm about to say, but let's talk. But you about, play one on podcast. I, I play one on podcast, and this is a. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've always wanted to do this in front of people. So let's talk about the book of Habakkuk, and uh, we'll just call him Hey H back from here on. Yeah, I always but, had. I thought it had to do with something with the red man when I was right. a kid. That's <laughs> what I always thought it was. Happening <laughs> that's <with>. right. <laughs> but uh, so H back has um, is. Has I don't know if it's a vision, whatever that that there's going to be a famine. There's going to be it's going to be difficult times, and early on in that book, H. Back makes a vow. He says, "You know, when the when the ground does not produce, when the stalls are empty, when all of when when everything is barren." I'm going to I'm going to praise God. I'm going to worship God and he says I'm going to be I'm going to thank God for my salvation. Now that is very loosely paraphrased and uh I'm glad I didn't give you the chapter and verse. I don't know it, but uh there's offhand, only a couple so you're just, That's right. There's a very good chance you would get it right just right. by guessing chapter 1 or 2 or 3. That's right. So. That's right. And I do believe it's chapter 3. So I said early on. It's not early on, but it's pretty late in Habakkuk, but uh but he 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 makes a decision. He makes an, a, a a very intentional decision to says, "Hey, when this when things go awry, I am going to stay the path. I am going to thank God." And you know, the reason that sticks out to me, and the reason I remember is that he says, "You know, I will I will thank God for my salvation because if you've experienced salvation." then there's absolutely nothing. There's no circumstance. There's no power of hell. There's no anything that can change that. And, you know, living a life of gratitude, I can speak from experience, is an absolute game changer. When you live your life out of gratitude rather than some form of resentment, then that is that is not only is it freeing, but it's it's a lot less stressful lifestyle. But that lifestyle of gratitude means you can always find something to be thankful for. And first and foremost, the fact that Jesus has saved us and we know that we will not be in the circumstance that we're in right now, even at its best for eternity. We know that, and there's absolutely nothing that can change that. And that is that fact right there will kind of pivot you in a direction of praise. And suddenly, here part of what you're saying, uh, and going back to uh, uh, Hayback, um, I like that better. It, it is a uh, is a decision. You're making a decision. That's right. And so many people, and we just really celebrated. A bunch of seniors this past Sunday, and and I and I remember half about half of them publicly made a decision for Jesus when they were sixth grade. Uh, but we always we we make a decision about Jesus, but we don't take it to where I believe we believe Paul and Silas took it. 
my hunch is, based on Habakkuk and some of the other popular uh, figures, Paul and Silas have made a decision. They're going to praise God no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Acts chapter 16, Paul already had some difficulties. I can't remember all of them, truthfully. Things weren't going great all the time for Paul anyway. So I think he learned early on, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much when you're blinded three days, hey, things may not go the well, way I want to. That's right. When you meet Jesus, uh, maybe he got that hint really early on. But there, there was a conscious decision. And and I think maybe maybe there's people out there that that – when they think about giving praise to God, no matter what, no matter what circumstances, maybe there's some people out there that think they have to feel it, right? That they have to feel it, and if they don't feel it, they're not going, they're not going to give praise. And and my hunch is, if I just got flogged and I'm bleeding, my feeling is going to be pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be feeling like singing. Uh, one, two, three, four. Look at all he's done for me, type thing. <laughs> so look, good, rhyme. Look at stopped at three. I, I should have stopped at three. <laughs> I, I should have just stopped at three. But that song's in my mind. We sang it the last couple of weeks. So, uh, the you know, count the miracles. But no, I'm in the middle of a, a prison, and I, I I don't see a miracle. You know, type thing. Uh, yeah, if we could re-record this, I could actually make that rhyme, couldn't I? <laughs> but we're not going to re-record it because I would probably be sneezing more the next time. Uh, but it, we we make a decision, and I think we, you and I talked about this a number of weeks ago that we made a decision to love our wives, right? You know, there's there's times we don't feel love for our wives. We make a decision to love our wives every and- day, <laughs> every day. Yeah. You have to make a de- make this decision, yeah. and we're laughing. But yes, this is not a one time decision. This is a decision. To that, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be thankful every day when you get up. Yeah, and 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 why do we think it should be different for God? And, and I was there's a couple of our band members, uh, our contemporary band members that uh, have gone through some difficult times, and and they both said the exact same thing. I need to be in worship. Right. I need to be uh, singing, playing, or whatever. Did they feel like it? No, but they knew they needed to be giving praise to God. So, and they did. They, they, you know, they had the opportunity. Uh, they could have taken a break, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I think that's part of it. You know, they probably wouldn't say it exactly the way that I just did. They probably wouldn't. Maybe looking back, they would say it. Maybe right. I don't know. Right. Uh, I guess we could call them up. No, we're not set up for that yet, are we? We're not set up for the call-in. We're going to test that right after uh, this podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll look forward to call-in shows in the coming days and weeks. Uh, Elon Musk will be the next. No, he won't. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, so we make a decision um, to praise no matter how we feel. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's probably sort of where we just need to – um, uh, we're going to probably close out this podcast pretty quickly, but uh, I think that's where we need to understand you know, that that we're not having to feel hands up in the air, uh, feel the presence of God type mm-hmm. thing that some of us feel when certain songs are sung or certain leader is singing or whatever, and we feel that awesome presence of God and we say, yeah, I've been in worship today. I feel, mm-hmm. you know, type thing. I, I I think we need I think that's probably where we need to encourage people because, you know, we show up in church every week 
you you and me and and uh, our executive producer uh <laughs> we're in church every week right Roz. <laughs> thanks Roz, for being over there we're in church every week and multiple services every mm-hmm. week and then sometimes even listening to another service on sunday night or monday night and we don't quote unquote feel the presence of god every time we're we're in there so so let's, let's just beat around the bush a little bit about how other people can make sure that it's not about feelings. It's, a, it's, it's about making that decision. Yes, and it's, it's – uh, yeah, I love that because, you know, when you are just void of emotions, I mean, when you are that beat down that you just, you know, you feel nothing, then that is, that is the time – to praise God and you know praise is something to be to be heard so praise God out loud sing as Paul and Silas did do those things even if in that moment you don't believe it you know even if everything that you're feeling says no no this is this is not the time for this go ahead and do that because it really is true that your feelings are the last thing to come around and so go ahead and and praise God, even when you don't feel like it. And in my life, I have experienced that you that your feelings will come around. They'll come around, and uh, but it's about changing your mind. Yeah, and and you know if you're if you're looking for quote unquote ways ways to do that, uh, there's a reason why so many of us have memorized and know the words to Amazing Grace mm-hmm. or How Great Thou Art. You know, traditional church songs that have been around. Some who listen to contemporary music uh, have memorized some some of the more contemporary uh, songs or some of the older ones. Our God is an awesome God. Never get that one out of my mind right. from Rich Mullins. Um, and uh, Pass It On was contemporary in the 70s, yes. <laughs> so as was Kumbaya, I believe. You know, Pass It On turned out to be a spark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so even, even songs you memorized – it's it's interesting that there's that that music and in the last couple of weeks we've actually mentioned music here in passing and and stuff but there's a reason that we can remember songs mm-hmm. versus remembering uh, a scripture verse right. yeah John 3:16 Psalm 23 yes cuz over and over and over and over again but we I can remember a song that I've heard four or five times uh, just because of the tune and, mm-hmm. and maybe not the whole song, but most of the songs in um, popular music, they put the put the big gist of it in the chorus anyway, or right. the refrain in, in the church world. Uh, and you, so you remember that, you know, uh, all I need is a miracle. All I need is you. I remember that because that's, that's, right. that's in that's that was in the, the hook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so so part of it, it preparing ahead of time maybe just having those songs in our minds that are scripture based if if we're mm-hmm. looking at that and and actually in a future podcast uh, Sean and I will actually be talking about songs that that we sing that may not be scripturally based mm-hmm. that that may be a little off theologically so that's going to be an episode down the road uh, pretty much when we're bored I think that's when we're going <laughs> we're going to do that one uh, when the well is dry yeah yeah uh so so that that would be my one 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 go to, I guess, to ask somebody to prepare yourself uh, for for those times. How, how how do I do that? Well, if nothing else, sing the song. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and of course, if you memorize scripture, that's that's perfectly fine too. Read the Psalms, memorize the Psalms. Uh, and and I was just reading about this uh, yesterday that David usually started out with, "I'm feeling terrible, God. This is going on, God." In the end, after he tells God everything that's bad, he understands, "Hey, God, you're God. I'm not." I mean, well, you know, Kyle, you just, this <laughs> you just brought up a memory when I was a kid, and you know, you're talking about have have these songs in your arsenal, have them have them ready to go. Well, something as simple as Jesus loves me. And so the funny memory that I have of that um, is, you know, I was a kid, we were in children's choir, whatever, and and we singing that song. Well, it was really at this point an opportunity for the leader had had to step out in the hallway. So this was something to entertain. Keep singing that song. And what (laughs) this is what they said. Sing it. Sing it until you believe it. I'll be right back. (laughs) And that but that is uh that is that is so true. That is so true. So even something that simple, if you feel like everything's against you and you're, you're pounded down and, and the bottom is falling out of rock bottom, you know, Jesus loves me. Sing it until you believe it. Yeah, yeah and, and so many of us uh, listen to a lot of music anyway. Um, and it there's, there's always a chance that uh, we don't have an arsenal of music in our background, uh, that we – we will pull up James Taylor, Billy Joel, uh, Dan Fogelberg, people yeah. like that. We bring up those songs or, uh, you know, even Michael Jackson stuff. You know, we can remember those songs. But how's that going to help you in the downtimes? Well, it may make you forget about things for a little bit when you when you think of some of those songs. But um, we got to get back to what I believe is is what Paul was doing. The songs they were singing, I believe, was based on probably the Psalms, uh, probably Old Testament scripture, um, and and we got we have to have that, and what, whatever it takes, whatever steps you need to take to have that, have one or two songs when you just don't feel like it. Um, start singing those songs or 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 reciting those scriptures, something like that. But it gets you off of thinking of yourself. And gets you to thinking about God, and yes. that God is in the middle of the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you, whether you feel it or not, God is with you in the storm. And so, so we hope in the days to come that that's uh, that you'll get some encouragement from from words of a song, words from scripture, uh, words from the psalm. Uh, get get those words, get them, put them in your phone. Put them on an index card, uh, save it, favorite places or something like that. YouTube has all the songs on it. You can want, just search. If you have, if you hear a favorite song at church, you remember a favorite hymn, you can find it on YouTube. and Make uh, yourself a playlist. It, yeah. Yeah. It, that, that's easy to do. That's, that's no cost. It just takes a few minutes of your time. And uh, you can search and find anything. Shoot, I found a scene from the end on YouTube. Who'd have thought that? And it was a treasure. (laughs) So so any any parting thoughts before we close out? Uh, Well, you mentioned Storm and you're talking music. And so I'm reminded of something that that I heard Mark Hall say one time at a concert. And for those of you that don't know, Mark Hall is the lead singer for Casting Crowns. And who sang Praise You in This Storm? But... He he's he's also a youth pastor, but and so he made a comment one time at a concert, and he said, and this this applies to us being prepared ahead of time for a, for a storm. But the context he was speaking was 
about people who are chronic complainers at church and say, I'm not being fed. And his response is, you should eat before you come. And that's, uh, <laughs> if you eat before you come, if you're full when you walk in the door, all you can do then is pour into other people. And that is that is the same premise that can be applied to this right here. Go ahead and prepare before the hard time gets here. And then you'll have your arsenal of playlist of scripture verses, whatever it is that you that you need to keep your eyes focused on God throughout that time. And, and I would love to end on that. But when he said, Sean talked about being fed, you come to church full. My mind went to, wait a second, when I'm full, I still want dessert. That's right. So it's making me think, well, nothing else. Then maybe maybe you get the cherry on top. That's right. When you come to church, if you're already full. That's right. So anyway, actually, I'm, I'm a little hungry now, so I guess we need to stop. Yeah, I think that really is what led you to say that's, that. That's really why I said <laughs> that. So I want a Snickers bar, I'm enjoy. I don't know what I'm going to get. Anyway, hey, thank you all for joining us and uh, listening to the ramblings of two guys who are probably just as hungry as uh, as anybody else right now. That's right. And so we'll be taking a break, uh, eating some lunch, and getting back with you next week. Oh, next week's going to be di- a little different, isn't it? It is going to be different when next pigs week. pigs die, is that right? That's right. When pigs well, die. When pigs die. No, no, it's not. No, no, this is the le- – no, this is – no, we got two more weeks for that. We got two more weeks for that. Next week's the close out of our series on miracles, and I have no idea what Hayes is doing uh, Sunday. I'm too. I'm way ahead of time. So. You are ahead of time, and you had me confused there because yes, it's the last week of the series. Yeah, so so you would think the pigs would die then. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're gonna still try fly one more week right. uh, for for Doctor McKay. Keep him in your prayers, folks. Um, the allergy season is not just hitting me; is hit at our senior pastor as well. So keep him in your prayers this week. Have a great weekend, and hope you can t- tune us in um, for worship services, uh, either online or in person. CovenantDothan.org or on West Main Street, uh, right near Adventureland. You make a twofer. Go to church and go play some golf. Have a great day. Bye.